0: Hi, and welcome to Public Hearing. I'm Trice Brown. And I'm Elizabeth Bartlett. And today, I am, you know, obviously not joined by Caroline Craig anymore, but we are still <laughs> going to be talking about city council in some form. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Elizabeth's story on uh, the recent, I wouldn't say controversy, but the recent... A uh, little bit
1: of, like, conflict, you Conflict. Know? That's yeah. a good
0: word. Yeah, between uh, the city and the NAACP regarding the redistricting map. Uh, so Elizabeth wrote a story on all of that, talking to all of the relevant parties and trying to get... A real nice look into that, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Collins Keith, podcast writer for The Plainsman. If you like this podcast
1: and would like to support the organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of
0: local, editorially independent journalism right here at Auburn. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. So, Elizabeth, uh... I guess let's go ahead and get started. Explain to those who may not know anything about this what is going on.
1: So basically, um, every ten years is there a census every ten so we have the twenty twenty census and the city council proposed a new redistricting plan based on that. Mm-hmm. And now since twenty ten there has been one majority minority district uh, in Auburn. Mm-hmm. And the city council pretty much kept that the same. They didn't make a whole lot of major changes. And so then the NAACP came in and said, well, since there's been, there was an increase there was an increase, I believe it was from 26% to 37% mm-hmm. um, in the minority population. So, and big so, growth. Yeah, really big growth. It was it was over 10% um, growth. I know yeah. that. And so, the NAACP basically came and said, well, since there was such a big growth, we can add another majority minority district to get mm. some more representation in city council because- Currently, out of all the representatives, there's only one minority representative, and there's only two women on the mm. city council. So, there isn't a lot of representation um, for minorities right. in general. And I think that was the NAACP's goal when proposing the new map with the second majority minority ward.
0: Right. Because right now, all we have in is Ward 1, which mm-hmm. uh, has Connie Fitch Taylor representing it. Representing it. Yeah. Um. And now the NAACP came in with this, um, they, like, found an opportunity to add a lot more. But the city already had a redistricting plan, um, like, a new redistricting map that they had, like, created. Mm -hmm. Um, How did they respond when the NAACP came with their map? And also, how does, I guess before we get to that, what is different between the two maps?
1: So, I would say the, I mean, there are little differences everywhere because whenever you mess with one ward, you kind of have to slightly adjust them all. Right. So, because each ward has to have a similar population size, it can't differ from 5% Mm. either way. And also, all the lines um, and borders have to be contiguous. Um, so whenever creating a new map, you have to take all of that into um, into play. Mm-hmm. And uh, the NAACP, they hired, you know, professionals to come in and create these maps. So it wasn't just, you know, your average Joe yeah. drawing these maps. But um, going back to your, your question...
0: Uh, what is different about was
1: okay so yeah so the big difference was really ward six that was the new proposed majority minority ward mm. and so when you look at um, the concentrations of minority populations in Auburn there was a very um, dense population um, where the proposed ward six was and mm. so had this how the city council had ward six drawn it was a little bit wider encompassing the minority population. And um, some white populations on the outskirts. And right. so I think what the NAACP's goal was was to make that ward more condensed, more narrow, mm-hmm. to just encompass that minority population. Right. Um, and, you know, it's right next to Ward 1. So you have Ward 1, which is the un, the original majority and minority ward, which wasn't really altered much at all. Mm-hmm. And then you have Ward 6, which is what they changed to make that a majority-minority board.
0: Okay. So whenever the NAACP presented this new alternative map to the city council, how did the city council respond? Did they uh, did they accept it? Um, what were their thoughts on it?
1: So according to the statement that they gave me, um, the NAACP in the beginning wanted to collaborate actively with the city council, but according to the NAACP, they didn't give them much room to do that. So in the end, they ended up, you know, um, attending hearings and things like that and then just submitting their own version of a map. And the city council claims that they took the map very seriously. They spent hours having experts look over the map. And in the end, they concluded that it was not a feasible plan mm. and that there was no way they could add another majority-minority ward. Um It was clearly displayed in the NAACP's map that it was possible to add another majority-minority ward, even if it was a slight majority Mm -hmm. within the new ward. However, um, the the city council came back and said that by doing that, it would hurt the already existing majority-minority ward, Ward 1, and that um, Ms. Connie Mm Fitch-Taylor would have um, a harder time getting reelected. However, even when adding the other, the Ward 6, and making that a majority-minority ward, the Ward 1 was still at a greater majority for minority populations than Ward mm-hmm. 6.
0: Yeah, I believe that, um, you know, you've shown me the the percentages of, like, how in the NAACS map, how they break down in terms of uh, the... Total minority populations, mm-hmm. according to uh, the census and things like that, inside of um, inside of Ward 1 and Ward mm-hmm. 6. Co- so could you, like, um, share that again?
1: Yeah. So here we have um, every ward, uh, 1 uh-huh. through 8. And the two—so this is based on the alternative proposed map by the NAACP. And Ward 1 was the original— um, was the original majority minority ward, mm-hmm. and I do not know the statistics of Ward One based on the City Council's map. Right. However, I do know that based on the NAACP's map, Ward One has a thirty-seven point two four percent black population, which compared to the other wards is very high. Right, and it has a fifty-two point seven percent minority. And it is 47.3% white. Hmm. So there is a clear um, majority-minority in that area. Right. And, sorry.
0: You're
1: good. Okay. And then as for Ward 6, there is only a very slight um, majority. It's 50.18% minority and Uh 49.82% white. So Uh while it is still technically a majority-minority ward, um, it isn't as stark of a contrast in Ward 1.
0: Right, so according to the data from the NAACP and like the calculations that they've made, it is possible in their eyes to create um, these two... Uh, majority minority wards, even if it is only, like, a slight majority mm-hmm. in Ward Six's case or in the proposed Ward 6's case.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, when looking at the map, they saw an opportunity there mm-hmm. to add another ward. And if you look at the other um, wards, just Ward 7, Ward 8, Ward mm-hmm. 3, um, you have, like, 68% white, 81% white, 70% white, like a very, very um, stark difference between the white population and the mi- minority population. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, not everyone who is white is going to vote the same way. Yeah. Um, you will kind of have like a, a trend. Um, but, you know, you do see the minority population voting in a particular way, usually mm-hmm. to elect someone who can represent them correctly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so... Those two wards, even though it is a very slight deviation Mm -hmm. between majority, minority and white, um, compared to the other wards, it's a huge difference.
0: Okay. So all of this happened um, a few weeks ago, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so let's kind of like fast forward up to now. So the city council, after um, we've talked about this in previous public hearing episodes, uh, after they had received NWC's map and, like, taken time to get community responses, mm-hmm. they ultimately decided to still go with the map that they had already had. Um, so they voted that in.
1: I'm not exactly sure how the entire process of... Um, redistricting works after a map is approved, mm. but once it was voted through, um, they can start. Right. In, that in, will be
0: the map that That will be the map that use. is used
1: until the next census, um, right. in 2030?
0: Mm. 2030. And the NAACP was not very happy with that decision, Mm-mm. um, and I believe they, uh, one thing that I heard people talking about a lot was that, um someone involved with the... Uh, who, like, looked and analyzed the new maps from the city of Auburn was also involved with the redistricting process for the whole state of Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, which was recently... Or actually, not as recently as other things, but recently uh, found to be unconstitutional by mm-hmm. the uh, 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then... On Monday, the Supreme Court came in and said, actually, like, 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And they've said that the, like, the new plan is actually constitutional, like, the way that Alabama sets up its congressional districts where, you know, there is the, a lot of the black population is concentrated into, like, the 7th district. They said that's okay. Okay. Uh, so it, it seemed like before that decision, it seemed a little bit like a red flag for a lot of people that the city used this person, um, Dorman Walker, to analyze their maps and like determine that they would be legal and constitutional and wouldn't violate any kind of Voting Rights Act or anything like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, Dorman Walker was involved with um, making the city council's map, and there were some issues in the past where the NAACP in Alabama Mm -hmm. kind of said – had a similar criticism to the NAACP in Auburn that, you know, this violates the Voting Rights Act – And, you know, in the way that it's diluting the minority vote, which is a direct violation of Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. Mm. And so that was, you know, taken to a circuit court and ruled to be unconstitutional on those grounds. However, then the Supreme Court uh, ruled differently. Um, So, however, uh, many people did, including the NAACP, they found that as a contention of concern. Um, mm-hmm. That they were using um, this person to also create a map for the city of Auburn when they had had those issues in the yeah. past. However, the new ruling, you know, brings to light new information about yeah. this person. So, different
0: perspective.
1: Yeah, a different perspective, and obviously a more powerful ruling at that. Mm. So there's nowhere for
0: it to go after that. You no, know, yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's as high as you can get. But yeah. um, so that you know, I think says something within itself, and you know. I I don't know what the, the case was. I mean, I'm sure there were many, many people working on this map for the city council, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there are many people who um, had their reasons for supporting the city council's map, as mm-hmm. there are many people who had their reasons for supporting the NAACP's map. Um, you know, the city council didn't give me much information to go off of regarding their map uh mm. they never really gave like talked to me they kind of just gave me a statement and so that's really all i had to go off of um in that regard
0: okay um and i guess fast forwarding now it's like after all of this and you know after it's gone through the city council and similar things have gone through the 11th circuit court of appeals and the Supreme court uh now there's really not much else that can be done except uh according to the NAACP, they can start preparing for uh, the new election season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about that. What does the NAACP plan to do next?
1: So I know that the NAACP is going to be heavily involved in the campaigning process. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was not just them being petty. Their um, whole prerogative here was to elect a minority representative because the minority population has grown and— Um, There should be at least, I mean, according to the calculations, Mm -hmm. based off of how many representatives there are in city council and the minority population, there should be at least two minority representatives. We only have one minority representative in city council. So Mm. their reasoning for doing this was, you know, for that reason alone, getting another representative. So I know that the NAACP will be heavily involved in campaigning Mm. And trying to, you know elect a minority representative nonetheless. Um, I also know from speaking with the NAACP that they do plan on taking further legal action. I mm. don't know exactly what that entails. Um, they didn't go into any specifics, but we can be on the lookout for that.
0: Awesome. Uh, well, great job in this story, Elizabeth. You Thank did, you. Uh, a really good job, really great reporting. And that's all we really have for this week. So from the Auburn Plainsman, this has been Public Hearing. I'm Trice Brown.
1: And I'm Elizabeth Bartlett.
0: And we will see you next week.